0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: It's time for the Blue Glows Podcast. Your host, Alonso and Juan, Alicia del Valle, and the baby faced gimmick in the sky, Roger.
2: Damas y caballeros, welcome to another edition of the Los Podcast live. But if you're listening to this in the future, hi, thank you for joining us. Uh, this episode was presented by our partners at Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your college basketball betting this season. You can get analysis of every play, prop, And point over at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends also at BetOnline. Also, you'll find updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right on through the Final Four and championship game. BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. If you head on over to their website today, which is BetOnline.ag, or if you use your mobile device today, uh, when you sign up, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just be sure to use our promo code, which is believe, B L E A V, to receive your bonus. Been online where the game starts. My condolences to Juan Ramirez. He uh, he's got the double dragon. Mexico got eliminated, and so did UCLA. So uh, if if you can, prayers up to the homeboy Juan Ramirez. Uh, he's uh, he's inconsolable still. Uh, that's why he did not join us last week. Uh, but in better, happier news, Juanito, uh, opening day is. Uh, literally 24 hours from now, uh, opening day. If you're joining us on the live, uh, please chime in. Uh, we uh, we always appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, James Outman will, will be rolling by here soon to also talk about opening day. Uh, but uh, Juan, what does opening day mean to you? I'm starting with you because I know you're in your field, so this is a great uh, segue.
3: Let me tell you, <laughs> that, that was brutal. It, it was brutal because I ended up watching both games – In my hotel room, I was in La Ciudad de Nueva York, New York City. And the UCLA game, I thought, once they blew that lead, I was just like, fucking UCLA, just being UCLA, right? Yeah. But then when they came back, I was like, holy shit. And I called it. I I told Wendy, I said, they're going to lose the same way they lost last year. Gonzaga's going to freaking rip their heart out. And sure enough, they did. The Mexico Japon game. Oh my gosh, that was brutal, man. That I, I thought they had it. And when they came back, sweet verdugo, who hasn't done shit in the whole the WBC, ends up getting that big hit. And I thought, that's it. We're gonna play the US in the final. It's gonna get crazy. <laughs> and fucking Otani and the rest of the fighting Otanis, they just fucking did it to us, man. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say we got Pearl Harbor because we were in Mexico, but that it, it, it sucked. It, it was brutal.
2: Didn't it, uh, didn't you also have Japan winning? Did, wasn't the I did. You? I okay. and, and, and
3: I was conflicted because I had Japan winning. Actually, La Princesa de Picolandia and I had Japan winning the thing. But I'm still like I was rooting for Mexico to to pull off the upset. The only thing that made up for it was. For all you Dodger fans, everybody t- tuning in, when you guys go to New York, if you want to see the Doyers versus the Metropolitans, or if you're going to be like me when I go next year when it's the Doyers visiting the Yankees, you guys have to go check out Taqueria St. Mark's Place. It is a Dodger bar. On my social media, I posted uh, some pictures from the the bar It is awesome. They have a giant, they just added the mural of Fernando Valenzuela right outside of the, and it was made by a Filipino artist from LA who came out. The bar is owned by an Angelino and his wife is from Mexico. And so I want to chime in with, uh, they were very great. Clay and Marco, they were very hospitable to me. They have palomas there. So it, it was great. The taco de carnitas. So I want to bring in La Princesa de Picolandia because I know she has this thing with Pedro Pascal uh, saying that there isn't any good Mexican food in Nueva York. So I was on a tour. There were a couple of taco places that I hit in Nueva York and Princesa, I have to tell you, I think things are changing. when was the last time you've been to Nueva York?
0: About what are we do COVID years count? um so let's see (laughs)
3: two COVID
2: years count
0: (laughs) I
3: think COVID years counts as seven years so yeah
0: five years ago I went to I think it was five I went to Mets Dodgers and then I went again to see a fight of uh at Madison Square Gardens so I, I I'm five or six I'm so bad with linear time let's just say six years
3: so What the locals have been telling me is that the Mexican food in Nueva York is improving. And this is the reason why it's improving. A lot of Mexicanos are moving to New York. Why they're moving to Nueva York, I had no clue. But the Mexicanos are moving to Nueva York and they're opening up restaurants. And that's why the Mexican food is getting better. So I highly recommend that you guys go to Taqueria St. Mark's. They are a doyer bar. What they do is before, whenever the doyers are in town, they get three buses. They will pick you up at the bar and they will take you to the game. And I've seen the Polaroids. It is covered with Dodger fans. Uh, it's just a great bar. Check it out. I was I was very impressed. And shouts out to Marco and Clay.
4: I
0: love it. That's actually very good news because uh, Pascal, he got a lot of of heat for saying that there is no good food in Mexico. I'm sorry, there's no good Mexican food in New York.
2: Wait, he really got like a lot of flack wait, for that.
0: Wait, that's what you, what you just did is what everybody did. He goes compared to Southern California context.
2: Okay. All right, yeah. but no,
0: everybody just focused on because we're a nation of like, ah, I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm matter. Like, calm yeah well, <laughs>
2: Well, I, I'm just saying that because, in my eyes, and, and granted, I haven't seen anything that he's in, but because he's the meme lord, uh, I, uh, I, I, I he can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned.
3: I, I'm just telling you, when you go to Nueva York, it's gonna be different. They, they have, and I, and, and Alicia's right, I'm not saying in no way that it's better than anything you're gonna find in Los Angeles, right? right I'm right. not saying that, but before. There was no options there, but now I mean I must have gone to like at least half of the places that we went to go eat were taco places. Shout out to friend of the carne asada Memo Torres el Tragón, who had given me recommendations before we went. The funny thing is all his recommendations were for Italian food. There weren't for <laughs> any for any tacos, but the pizza place it that he does. the, the really pizza does. place that he sent me to the whole family loved it. So Memo. You're a real one. Thanks uh, Thanks for guiding me.
2: Wait, so you're telling me that you didn't go out to New York and do one bite. Everyone knows the rule, like on the streets or anything. You didn't do any of that?
3: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we. Ate, I must have had a gyro almost a day. Oh, and then another shout out to a cart, one of those little cart food carts, oh, yeah, which yeah. I love, called Los Cuates, owned by Mexicanos. I ate there almost every morning. I had my torta de chorizo, and that shit was legit. They it was it was I I had a better time eating at the food carts than I did at actual restaurants, to tell you the truth.
2: Fair. I mean, well, that is New York, though. New York is the the food cart capital of the world, if we're being completely honest. That's
0: That's inspiring, Juan. Thank you for sharing that, because now when I return to Nueva York, I can be like, okay, let's. That just shows you too how global Dodgers are. The the fans we are deep. We roll deep. I don't know if there's a Yankee bar here. There's a lot of bars in Southern California that Yankees fans go to, that yeah. Cubs fans go to, but they're not a Yankee bar. Does that make sense? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But yet there's a Dodger bar in New York.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the birthplace of the Dodgers. Uh oh, Uh-oh. there, oh, it, there is. it is.
2: So, uh, a, a young man made uh, his first big league squad so he needs show music to be introduced yeah he, james needs, outman. Yeah,
3: he needs show music
2: james outman uh, a los angeles dodger outfielder uh on the big league roster heavy emphasis on big league james how you doing
1: i'm doing well how are you guys doing
2: uh i mean better now uh has (laughs) that ball that ball that you hit the other day do you know has there been reports of it landing yet
1: (laughs) yeah i think that one landed i didn't i didn't get that one super good i was kind of a little bit extended on it but uh yeah definitely felt good coming off the bat
2: shit if you're extended on that i can't wait to see what happens when you actually get get a get barrel to it how uh (laughs) how have the last few days been for you
1: been a little crazy to be honest uh just a lot of moving around uh figuring out housing figuring out uh you know where my locker is gonna be and and you know all that kind of stuff getting situated but uh I'm excited for for everything to get going for sure
2: when uh when you found out the, the the cool thing about all those stories is is obviously what happens after you find out who was your first phone call to
1: Uh, First phone call to was my wife first phone call I got was my agent Mm -hmm. uh, because they it was actually announced on Twitter before I could tell anybody so uh, god damn it yeah so everybody knew everybody knew but it's okay it made it made the conversations a little bit easier that way to be honest
2: that's fair that's fair well uh, one of your your biggest cheerleaders here Alicia Alicia go ahead (laughs)
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. James, my name's Alicia. I'm also a member of the Pleadlos podcast. I did not get to speak with you um, when you first came on with my brothers here, um, but they had nothing but great things to say about you. Sounds like everyone who interacts with you, you know, we've had other players on um, other ball, you know, baseball writers, stuff like that all of them have nothing but nice things to say about you. (laughs) I'm just hoping that you're having um, such a good time and that Los Angeles is treating you well. Yeah? yeah? Okay, good. Because if they're not, you just let us know because we know a guy who knows it. I will. (laughs) (laughs) So just in case um, people have not uh, heard what number you, well, I should say read, give us quickly that little story on why you chose the number you did. I like it.
1: Okay, so uh, I was between 29, 31, and 33. Um, those are kind of my the my top three options that I had available to me. And uh, I was kind of on the fence. I was liking 31, and I was just asking around. asking my family. My family liked 33, but there was no real reason. And I went and asked my little cousin who's in high school. And I, I asked him, and he's like, you know what? I like 33. He's like, because – you hit well when you have double numbers, and then he's like, "You were fifty-five in OKC. You're seventy-seven last year when you're on the big league team. It just makes sense that you're that you remain a a double number, something divisible by 11. So I was like, "That's the best reasoning I've heard."
0: I love it. Look, see, the youth is going to save us, right? Like young yeah, people. <laughs> seriously,
1: seriously. And
0: someone who you know, I dabble in in, in magic, and then well, wow, that sounds. I'm not a witch. I'm just saying (laughs) I believe in the universe giving us what we ask for. Three is is a magic number. And De La Soul also thinks that. So you have it twice. No, no, no. I know. Solid
2: solid De La Soul reference.
0: Too young to know. But you guys should jump in here with me. Dang.
2: (laughs) De La Soul on a roll. Yeah. (laughs) I I can't rap. I'm sorry, Alicia. I, I know my lane. (laughs)
0: well welcome 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 and are you all ready are you all set for um playing where the games you know start counting
1: yeah i'm always i'm always ready to play baseball uh i might not be ready to i might not be ready in terms of like my housing situation or anything like that but i'll figure it out uh i'll do it on the run and i'm excited to get playing for sure
0: and are you ready for the pandemonium that are I, I I guess I should start with your run in Arizona, spring training. The Dodger fans, were they loud? Were they rambunctious? Were they fun? Because just wait till opening day kicks off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if it's gonna be if it's gonna be more than what we experienced in Arizona with the limited crowd, I'm I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Okay, what's your experience with mariachis?
1: Mariachi uh, music,
0: I would say the music.
1: <laughs> let's see. I mean, honestly, the, the most experience I have with it is uh, this restaurant back home where they would have a mariachi band playing and they would come over to the tables every once in a while, but that's about it.
0: Oh, Juan, is he in for a treat?
3: Yeah, he's... <laughs> He, he's, he's probably gonna be sick of the mariachi. Actually, you know what? None of the, none of the players get sick of the mariachi. It's all those those red ass writers up in the press room. They're the ones that get sick of the mariachi. Yeah. Uh, James, you had mentioned that unfortunately Twitter stole your moment and you weren't allowed to, to announce it yourself that you made the team. So I was there on Sunday and I'm talking to Dave Roberts and Dave Roberts just whole just says, yeah, I, I told James Outman that he made the team. And then he had said that, like, nobody bothered to tell Miguel Vargas that he had made the the opening day roster and that, like, Vargas had to, like, walk up to him when you guys were in Anaheim to be like, hey, like, what's my situation? Like, during spring training, how aware, like, now that you've made the team, I think you can answer this honestly. If they would have set you down, how pissed would you have been? Because you were clearly outplaying everybody in that outfield.
1: I mean, I don't think I would have been pissed, to be honest. I, I mean, I definitely think that I can be up there. Um, but I think I think the – the what I think – how how I think the conversation would have gone is I think they would have said, like, hey, like, you're going to help us win games this year, regardless if you start here or not. Um, and that was kind of the vibe that I was getting throughout all of spring. So uh, I didn't have my expectations – too high to be set on opening day because I, I was thinking to myself, like, even if I don't make it on opening day, I'm still going to help us. I'll still help us win some games.
3: So I, Dave Roberts says that you're going to see the majority of your time against righties. This is something that I've never understood. If they, how is a lefty supposed to hit left-handed pitching? If you guys never give him at bats against lefties, so how do you be prepared? How do you stay prepared for that when you do get an opportunity where you're going to face a lefty? And let's say you haven't seen left-handed pitching in about two weeks' time.
1: Uh, I think you just let adrenaline take over. To be honest, um, adrenaline's a crazy thing when you're in the box. So uh, I always I was just talking to one of our mental skills guys about uh, yesterday about how like when I'm in a new environment or a new setting. I feel like I have better success at the dish. So if it's something that feels new or something I haven't done in a while, uh, it actually might bring me success. But well, I mean, we'll see. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's kind of one of the, it's like building credit. You know, like you need you need credit to get a credit card, but you can't get a credit card unless you have credit. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just kind of like um, you pay your dues. I'll still get at bats off lefties. I'm sure it just uh, I'll definitely have more against righties.
3: You mentioned the mental coach. I feel like that's something new. I, I, I mean, maybe teams have had mental coaches and just a lot of players aren't comfortable talking about mental coaches. How does that relationship with that coach work? Like do you seek him out whenever you need something, or do they check in with you on a daily basis?
1: A little bit of both. They're kind of always around. So uh you just you just know like, hey, if I if I kinda wanna just talk about something like that. It was just more of an observation and we just brought up a conversation and we were just kind of like wondering why that was the case. And we couldn't really come up with an answer on, in our two minute conversation. And, but um, you know, it's just a lot of that stuff. Like if I have some sort of observation, I'll just go and, and mention it to them. Uh, Cause you know, maybe down the road I won't be feeling as good or something like that. And and they, they'll kind of like help me be like, Oh, remember in spring training when you were talking about this, Oh yeah. You know, just kind of stuff like that.
3: So on Sunday, uh, we're talking to Kershaw after the game, and Kershaw was just, I think he was still like, he couldn't believe how quickly that game went. It was two hours and eight minutes. For the most part, that game, you spent it on the bench, and then you came in, of course, and being you made baseball easy and just smashed one down the right field line, right? He, Kershaw said that you guys have already adjusted to the pitch clock that it's not a big deal. Does the game feel fast for you? I mean, the majority of these games in spring were all under three hours, but I know you guys played under this already last year in the minors, right?
1: Yeah. So, um, no, they didn't feel very fast to me because of that. Like the just the the speed of the game didn't didn't feel super fast. Um, my first couple games, no matter. No matter if there's a clock or not, they always feel like I'm getting sped up. But that's just because I'm getting back in the swing of things. But, uh, yeah, we used it all last year. And it, it was about a two-week window where it took some adjusting. And then after that, everybody was used to it. So, yeah, I was, I was a proponent of it um, last year because it just felt like you kind of got rid of a lot of the monotony.
3: There you go, Alonzo. I mean, look, we can proudly say – that this is the first guy that received the bleedlows bump by actually making it to the majors. He, he joined <laughs> us when we were nobodies and now we get to see him. I mean, look, we are so happy for you. I yeah. mean, the, we were rooting for you, man. We, we all thought you were going to get screwed over and they were going to send you to the minor leagues. But when they finally announced that you made it, we, we were so happy for you and congratulations.
2: For the record. I, I said, and you remember this, James, from when you joined us a bit ago. You're going to be on, on that roster, and I'm going to be pretty assert that I can't take you to some tacos when uh, we come through <laughs> here. I'm still pretty assert about that, but I mean, I mean, we can still get tacos in LA.
1: Yeah, yeah, we definitely can get tacos. Uh, and, to it. and to
2: clarify something that wants it, we're still nobodies. So I mean that that James <laughs> is somebody now. We're still nobodies.
3: At least somebody's uh, made progress. It's true. Dude.
2: Someone's someone's growing out of here. Uh a question from the cheap seat, so we're live right now. Uh uh, someone chimed in. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see a goddamn thing. So I apologize if I can't see. Them. Thank you. Uh the question is are you a bubblegum, seeds, or tobacco guy?
1: Uh gum, but not bubblegum. It's oh. a uh I like I like chewing um it's extra spearmint, I think. I think it's spearmint, oh, okay. the green one. Yeah, 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 all, yeah. Yeah, that's all game long for me.
2: An oldie but a goodie. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's and I it's see. and it's and it's that one too. Like, yeah, I don't no, like, yeah. I don't like the other one. Yeah, spearmint.
2: Fair, <laughs> fair. Uh, a question that I had for you: uh, This is if this was any other team, and again, not to segue away from you, you are important, but you're a part of this team, so I have to ask. Um, this any other team in this particular kind of scenario it would be called a rebuild right and and the dodgers aren't necessarily viewed in that same scope if you will you're a guy that's on this team you you obviously made the team you're on the major league team uh how do you feel about this team going into 2023
1: you know i i think we're gonna have a good team like you look at our lineup you got mookie freddie will like it's 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 pretty ridiculous in my opinion that like, yeah, maybe like compared to last year, it might be considered a rebuild, but like there's a lot of, there's a lot of veteran leadership on that team. Um, and, you know, you look at, you look at other teams, like a lot of teams have a couple rookies. So um we just, we got a couple that's, but a lot of other than that, it's a lot of vets. So I think we got a good team with a lot of, a lot of experience.
2: Well, and it doesn't hurt that the rookies that are there are, you know, they're pretty good at baseball. I mean, they're, they're, they're you know, okay. yourself, just, you know, they're, they're not, I mean, anywhere else, if we're going to call a spade a spade, they'd probably already be in the show. Right. So, I mean, that tells you again, that, that depth that the Dodgers have. Um, well, listen, man, we, you know, you're uh, you're getting settled in and you have a game tomorrow, which is kind of wild. Um, uh, if you need any help with housing, uh, let us know. We'll do what we can. We're probably pretty <laughs> useless there, but we'll do whatever we can for you. But like Juan said, we, we are so excited for you and uh and for your family and for the experience that you're gonna have tomorrow because again you get you get the one uh the, the one time right so you enjoy it soak it up young man and uh and again we owe you some tacos so congratulations
1: thank you thank you that's a uh, we'll stay in touch james go
2: follow james outman on the internet uh it's, i forget your handle it's, it's james outman uh
1: my instagram is james outman and then twitter's i got a twitter but it's it's pretty dead. I'm just I'm <laughs> baseball page and that's it. <laughs> fair,
2: fair. Well, go follow him. He's a great follow. He's a great. He's a great dude. And uh, and he's playing for your Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, James Atman. Thank you again for joining us. And uh, and good Woo! luck tomorrow. And we'll we'll catch you down the road.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Of course. Thank Get you. Him,
0: man. Get him.
2: I like how chilly is all the time. Doesn't matter.
0: That's you choose spearmint gum. He keeps it chill. According yeah. to. You.
2: The cool role. <laughs> yeah, that is what he said. But I, I do like how uh, how how just very nonchalant he is, right? But then when you, I mean, he played out of his damn mind all spring, right? I mean he he was on a tear, and but good for him. I mean, I I, I mean, it couldn't be happening. I mean, again, also for another kind of inside that Miguel Vargas making the squad, two really good guys that are going to be really good at uh, at this baseball thing, um, but I agree with him that. So I, 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 I forgot I who it was. I think it's Chris Rose did the math on the Rose rotation. I, I still think the Dodgers are going to win the division. Like as far as I'm concerned, the sky's not falling. Um, Juan, do you feel the same or no?
3: Well, I mean, I know that's uh, that we were going to discuss uh, predictions. So do, do we want to get into the predictions first? Or do we actually want to look at this roster in terms of who actually is on the roster were there any surprises? And I mean, what do you guys think is going to happen? Because obviously the Gavin Lux injury, I think changed, changed everything, changed everything
2: Yeah.
3: in, in terms of this roster. Um, we, a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about how, you know, when I went down to spring training, the beat writers were telling me Chris Taylor was done. Well, look what happened. The last few weeks, the last few games, actually, Chris Taylor does not look like the same Chris Taylor. Yeah. So in terms of who actually made the roster, uh, I'm very happy that Outman made the roster. I don't think there's any other surprises. Um, In terms of the bullpen, I guess the only surprise I really had is that Bigford ended up making the bullpen. I thought Bigford was going to be a poor odd man out. But for those of you who continue to doubt that the Bleedlow's bump is real, <laughs> Andre Jackson, who's been on the show, a friend of the carne asada, he made the roster. James Altman, friend of the carne asada, made the roster. So all I'm saying is to the Dodger players out there, come to the carne asada and good things will happen to you. Do you, are you guys surprised with any of the rosters, uh, spots?
2: Uh, uh, the Andre Jackson one surprised me a little bit. Um, uh, Ryan Pepeo edging out Michael Grove surprised me a little bit just because we'd heard from guys that had faced him in the postseason that, that Grove was probably ready and he had a salt spring. I mean, there's no, no, uh, no doubt there. Um, and Pickford also was, was a little bit of a surprise. I didn't, I mean, again, it, the reason I use the whole like rebuild thing is because again, if this was any other organization, it would be looked at like that. And but the Dodgers are just so balanced from, you know, the minor league system all the way up that they can make those moves kind of on the fly. And even and again, even the Gavin Lux thing, poor Gavin Lux, you know, hopefully, you know, hey, prayers up, man. Hope you're feeling better. Um, most teams would be panicking, right? If that situation arises with with their roster. And the Dodgers were okay, we'll figure it out. You know, well, we got I Miguel mean, Rojas to have a stopgap, and and again, I mean, they still have plenty of a uh, plenty of other option there. So, I mean, that was really my only surprise. Alicia, I know you don't dive into the hardcore analysis as much as uh, as we nerd out with baseball was, but was there anything that surprised you? Um,
0: are you saying that I don't
2: know baseball? No, oh! I'm not saying that at all. Oh. Not saying that at all. <laughs> what I'm saying is, hey, you got to
3: play the stone cold there. Bizarro Alicia has just uh, entered yes. the the uh, chat. Uh, She's just entered the chat. On WrestleMania
2: week of all this. Yeah.
0: I, I am not surprised. I I was more surprised when Juan returned from spring training with the uh, statement that there wasn't certainty about James Elkman because yep. I'm kind of like, what? I was more surprised by that than the actual. And I mean, this team, the way it looks right now, is not what it's going to look like for very long. I feel like the Dodgers are always... They're way ahead of us. They've got yeah. boards on boards on the Friedman's like up all night, like a mad scientist, All right, So
2: doing the Charlie I Charlie
0: Dodgers. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with what they're doing. And like I said before on one of – on I think several of our podcasts, um, I like that the Dodgers do not have a target on their back. Let everybody else get the heat. Did you hear – I think it was this morning MLB released who they think – their experts think that the Padres are going to win the division.
1: Yeah. And I'm,
0: good. Hey, let them win something, you know, for once. I'm all, that's fine. That's fine. Am I wrong in that? I think it's good. They've tried it every other way. This would be different for them to not have that target on their back. And we also won the, well, the Dodger fans were second place as the most annoying fans.
2: That's right. You you, you really have a problem with
3: that one, don't you, (laughs) Prentesa? There we go, the hat
0: toss. (laughs) No, I don't know. I mean, I I just, I don't think we're annoying. But then again, I can see how.
2: how Can we perceive that way?
0: Yes, because we are pretty proud. We're pretty, we roll deep. We go to other stadiums and take over. We're the loudest. But it's not a hateful. We're not a mean. And then did you read in that same article that the Phillies fans were upset that we beat them?
3: (laughs) You know, it's it's funny that you say that. When I was in Nueva York, I went to the MLB store and I'm talking to one of the employees about this poll. Right. And he said, he's like, you guys aren't the second worst fan base. You guys aren't even close. And I asked him, I said, who's your team? He's like, I'm a Phillies fan. There's no way you guys are worse than we are. So, obviously, I think that poll was probably taken by all Show Pods fans or San Francisco Giants fans. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's who you're polling. I mean, make up your minds, people. Either we're bad fans because we show up in the third inning and then we leave in the seventh, or we're bad fans because we beat up people at the stadium. I mean, make up your minds. Which ones is it? The traffic
2: thing is so dumb. It's so dumb, like, bros. Like, if you, if you, okay, I, I, I'm not gonna get into it. Roger, what, uh, what, what say you on that? On the traffic, or
0: no nope. <laughs> Oh my
3: god. Hey, hey, Roger, we're doing a show here, it's so yeah. Yeah. Let, let me get you yeah. caught up on what we're doing. Well, you, you guys we, like talk for the that
4: first half hour, and you finally talked to me like I was like dozing off over here.
2: First of all, that you made your decision.
4: Okay, listeners, come and defend Roger.
2: Please, please, come for him.
3: Roger, the question is, are you surprised by anyone who made the roster? No. So you pretty much, that's the way you saw it. You thought Bigford, Andre Jackson. You thought Altman was for sure going to make the
2: roster? So when you wrote down on your dry race board, you you had them all checked that way.
4: Well, Altman, I thought it was going to be because they wanted to get more playing time, right? Right, but then when the Lux injury happened, then we're like, well, maybe that did open up a spot for him. So, I mean, I'm glad he made it, you know, because I didn't want him to go down just for that excuse, like, oh, he's going to play every day over there. I mean, it seems like he's going to play. I think he's going to play pretty much every day. You know, at a, you know seven games, he's probably going to play five, even if they say it's going to be like platoon. I don't, I don't see them, especially if he gets hot. Right, um, but but other than that, I mean, you know, the pitching obviously gone from being hurt, and then. Uh, I think uh, Grove had a couple, either one or two bad starts toward the end, and I think that's what pushed uh, Pepio over the top. But Pepio had a bad outing in Anaheim just the other yeah. day, too. So, yeah, along with Noah uh, Syndergaard, too. So, hopefully, that was that was just that, and you know, they're ready come you know, this weekend and next week. So,
0: I think doesn't Outman have like he just exudes confidence. You know, like yeah. I, I'm all for him playing every day. He's, you guys called it chill, but I just feel like he's very calm because he knows he's ready for this and he wants it. No, um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see him play every day.
2: If you know you belong, I mean, that's half of it, right? To me, it's I and mean, he knows he belongs, and I'm not worried there. I was reading while while Roger was talking, I was reading the uh, the MLB thing. And I, I was going to throw my hat, but it wouldn't have made sense because the screen is over here. But, uh, <laughs> but like the things that, uh, that's,
3: a, that's Alicia's bit.
2: That too. I didn't want to steal her bit. That's, uh, I'm not a plagiarist, so I didn't want to be that guy. But, uh, but like reading some of this stuff, like the first thing I read is the, with the Dodgers electing to stay out of the top of the free agent market this past winter, the Dodgers, I'm sorry, the Padres have become the favorites to come out of the NL West for the first time in year. What the fuck? But that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: The hate is real, and it's fine. Everyone hates L.A., and the fact that the Dodgers win, and we have have the best-looking fans. We have the best food. (laughs) We have the best weather. I mean, the list goes on, and that's why they have to come at us with traffic. And that's why they have to – it's like really that's all you got you know it's it's just and it's fine i'm fine with it i'm gonna worry when they stop hating on us they don't even stay up late enough to watch the games and they still manage to hate us so do you
2: do you but with that logic that means that the mets are gonna win the world series like that
0: no they had the astros mlb you're talking about the recent
2: Yeah, yeah yeah they had the padres winning but i mean they but to but me, they have the
0: Astros and the Padres of the World Series, World Series yeah, yeah. and, and um, Astros winning it.
2: But what I'm saying is, I mean, based on that logic, right, of staying out of the free agent market, that means that the perennial favorite is going to be the Mets, right? Because they went and signed everyone, well, except Carlos Correa, but they signed everyone. So That's what I'm saying that logic doesn't make any damn sense. Well, I mean, let's get into it. Let
3: let's have, uh, let's have these predictions, right? Uh, I mean, look. Guys, we also can't sit here and talk about the show pods like they're a bunch of chumps. No, no, no. That lineup no. is for real. Yeah, right? For real. So when people are picking the show pods, I don't think that's way out of left field. I don't think that's like, I mean, that lineup is going to be ridiculous if all of them hit. Yeah. Like they might end up, I mean, think about it this way. Last year, the Dodgers had an all star lineup they had two guys in that lineup that had really bad years max muncie and chris taylor and they still won 111 games yeah can you imagine if max muncie and chris taylor would have had their normal type seasons what would have happened with that team like how many games would that team would have won so with the show pods i get that they're pitching maybe a little suspect but if you have that lineup and you end up winning games seven to six, you know, six to five. I I mean, look, that lineup is just, uh, it's impressive to me. So do you guys want to start with the National League West? Sure. Sure. All right. Uh, Roger, we're going to let you start first.
4: Who's going to win the division? Yeah. Who do
3: you got coming out of the, who's winning the division?
4: Do you want um? Now I have I have every team, so I'd, I'd probably start with. Uh, Give
3: us what you got. Give us empty empty the cupboard. I don't want you to leave anything. I don't want you the show to be over and for you to be like, oh, I wish I would have said this. Let, let it all out, man.
4: <laughs> so I'd probably say Rockies at the bottom, right? I think I think they've been eliminated, right? Is that right? Yeah,
2: I think them? it's it's, a, it's breaking news. Uh, uh, thank Juan, Juan you for... already gave those uh, the the, <laughs> yeah. the when we talked to Fernando and about a month ago. That's when they were right. already eliminated, according okay, to Juan.
4: So Rockies. Uh, giants, d backs, and then first and second. I honestly don't care, I don't care if it's the Padres or Dodgers, like we said, I don't care what happens now in the regular season. I see what you're doing here. Um, so it could be either way, it doesn't matter. Um, because we found out it really has no nothing that's going to help them out going forward, as we saw with the Dodgers. I mean, I don't know if the, if the days off affected the Dodgers or not. But if it did, you know, better, cool. They just, you know, they play a two out of three wild card and continue if they're the wild card. So it don't matter. Padres, Dodgers, one, two. I probably still think the Dodgers are capable of winning the division because I don't see the Dodgers being 20 games worse than they were last year. And I don't see the Padres being 20 games better than they were last year. So it's going to be close, but I still see the Dodgers on top. Okay, Princesa.
0: Um. I'm not going to go through each team. I'm not going (laughs) to bore you. I'm going to tell you that my predictions will be Dodgers are still going to win the division and it's not going to be easy, but they will. And I think that the Padres have now become the darlings because everybody that writes for MLB that talks about baseball and I'm generalizing, but I feel like a lot of people want the Padres to take down the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. And so I feel Otani will be MVP I feel that someone from the Padres will be MVP. Those are my predictions.
3: All right, uh, Alonso.
2: Um, Dodgers will win the division. It's going to be close. I don't think the Padres are 20 games better than than where they were at. That's not a shot at the Padres. It's just reality. Um, and then, but I think it will be to Alicia's point. It, there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road for the Dodgers to uh, to win that division. Um, Regardless, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it's Dodgers, Padres, you know, NL, division guy, wildcard guy, vice versa, however it goes. Um, I, I think that's how it's going to pan out. Uh, very, very uh, uh, on point by Alicia Del Valle there uh, with, uh, with the Shohei call, because I was going to go with that call. So I'm going to go with this one. I think Curio Urias finally gets his side young. That he's so deserving. That would deserved.
0: Be amazing. Because uh, was- I
2: think he is going to throw. It's going to be bananas this year between ODS and and Otani, both having contract years. Bananas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I panic when I hear it's his contract year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, uh, and one question: Do are we doing this by? division or just this division?
3: Let's just do this division and then we can do the rest of Major League Baseball and go into our World Series for right now because this is a Dodgers show. I just want to focus on the National League West. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go with the show pods winning the division and I believe the Dodgers will be the wild card. Um, I think this team and... (laughs) La princesa just did her hat trick.
2: I almost uh, spit out my water. I'm so glad I didn't though.
0: I was not going to do it all day. And Chill you get Padres to win the division,
2: bro. She doesn't. Like, you son of a bitch.
0: Are you trying to get a job with MLB? Is that what's happening here? No. He, he, here's
2: here's the, here's the thing,
4: princesa. <laughs> I'm kidding, know, he's going to go. He's going to join Nick. He's. Gonna, he's it's going to be announced next week. He's their new uh, new co-host with Nick
2: here's the thing I feel out Nick Crider. that's fucked up a shout out to him.
3: <laughs> I, I feel like it's either going to be at the beginning or the or at some point in the first half of the season the Dodgers are going to go through a funk because they are they're going to be figuring things out I, yep. obviously you guys are much more optimistic and much more confident than I am but the I, I know we've talked about this in previous episodes the offense makes me a little nervous Especially once we get past the four spot, uh, you—if Chris Taylor and Max Muncie revert and have the years that they normally have, okay, we're going to be good. Uh, if Mookie and I look to me, the only person I am convinced is going to do what he always does, because that's what he does, is Freddie Freeman. Freddie yeah. Friedman is the only guy I expect to be hitting close to three hundred. Hit about 20 home runs. He's gonna be in the lineup every day. Mookie, I don't know what we're gonna get. I, I I don't know what we're gonna get with him. Um, I think Will Smith has always been pretty consistent also. JD Martinez is new. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna get with J.D. Martinez. He's gonna see the majority of his time against lefties. Uh so the lineup concerns me. What concerns me is for two weeks Miguel Vargas wasn't allowed to swing a bat. I think it's going to take him a little bit of time to get his timing down and start hitting. If you guys also saw what happened in September, Miguel Vargas didn't really tear the, the, the cover off the ball. He struggled when he came up and I expect that when you're coming up because you are facing major league pitchers. So there's going to be an adjustment phase. Not everybody could be like James out and make baseball look easy. So I do think it's going to take some time for these guys to turn around. The starting pitching makes me a little nervous um, in, in this sense. I, you can't expect Kershaw to stay healthy for the whole year. Uh, that, that's just not going to happen. Gonsolin is already down. Dustin May, while it's been some time, Dustin May is still coming back from, from Tommy John. And Dustin May didn't look like Dustin May at the end of last year. So I think maybe it's going to take Dustin May a little time. And maybe by the middle of the year, you're going to hopefully see the Dustin May that we saw right before he got hurt, which really sucked because he was pitching. He was really coming into his own and then he got hurt. Noah Syndergaard. You're just kind of like, I, 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 the other day, he said he doesn't care about his velocity anymore. Well, let me tell you something, dude. When Otani throws 100 miles per hour, he can throw it past Mike Trout. When you're throwing a 95, 94-mile-per-hour uh, fastball, Mike Trout's going to take you deep, which is what happened in the other game. I so know. that kind of stuff concerns me. I like how kind of Alicia put her hat down when he's... <laughs> the thing that I feel strongest about with this team is the bullpen. So if the Dodgers start off slow and they can stay close enough and they stay in the wild card... <laughs> I would much rather them get hot towards the end of the year. They're figuring things out. They know who they're going to be playing every day. They know who's going to be in the lineup. I mean, remember last year against the show pods, guys, where it was like we had Bellinger in the lineup. Oh, Bellinger's not doing it. And then we wait until the last games and we start throwing Trace Thompson. I would like to have a set group of guys going into the playoffs going, these are the nine in our lineup that we're going to play. Because we already heard it from Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts says there's going to be a lot of platooning with Peralta and Hayward, you know, and Outman and Thompson. So, I yeah, platooning is necessary to get you through the season. But by the time we get to the playoffs, I think we need to have a set lineup. And I think that's the difference between the Doyers and the Showpots. The show pods have a set lineup. You know what nine dudes are gonna be
2: out there. Juan Ramirez in midseason form, just bringing the whole room down. Shit. Bro, <laughs> <Like, laughs> the first game isn't even until tomorrow, dog. Like let me just have that.
3: I keeps yeah. it real, okay? And this is why Raul, it's cool. thank you.
2: What uh Philip, oh, it is from Philip Lopez. Look uh, Juan.
3: Lopez's comment. <laughs>
2: Juan, you're a Debbie Dan compa. JK L O L. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. We need to go to a game and pregame. The game is too freaking fast. What? You okay, not-
3: we'll get into that, Philip Lopez. But I want you to know, I'm like this because I'm a Raiders fan, Philip Lopez. That's Years why. That, that's why I'm like this. We, we also of a have a
0: prediction. Michael Carillo, thank you for joining the Bleed Los Podcast live. He says Dustin May will make the All Star game, so he's expecting one. big things from May. So one is just saying he's going to take a minute to get yeah. back. To Warm is that what you're saying, I, I don't
3: think that's so crazy. I mean
0: you guys think that this I just t- want to make sure that's what you're yeah. saying. Damning me. I, sure. I, I still <laughs> t-
3: like I said <laughs> I I still think they're gonna make the playoffs. Why I think are it's you gonna so be so
2: hostile. Like what
3: they're gonna be they're gonna be the wild card, and like Dude. Babyface said, it doesn't matter, right? As long as they get in. You know, I'm old enough to remember when the Dodgers won 111 games. And then got the gentleman sweep from the show pods. Well, so I,
2: no. And, and I hear that. I, and I, and I see that the, the ploy here that, that Roger took, cause we talked about this off the off air or whatever, that next year, doesn't matter because as far as Roger's concerned, they need to go 162 and 0. otherwise the season <laughs> is a complete and total failure. Now the optics has changed. He's gone with the Greg Popovich approach. They just mm-hmm. need to win and get in. Right. And I mean, that's the thing, right with baseball, you just need to get lightning in a bottle at the right time. And do the thing as long as you get that out of the way early. Because I do agree with you. I think there's going to be a lot of growing pains as the season begins because Dustin May is building up, right? Ryan Pepio is building up. I mean, this is a different level for him. Um, Not to say that he can't play at the level he can, but I mean, Noah Syndergaard, I mean, even though you just disrespected my man's 94 mile an hour show ball. It's did, still, did you
3: see what Mike Trout did to that 94, 94 mile per hour uh fastball?
2: Bro, that's the modern day Mickey Mantle. Trout will do that to anyone, except uh, Shohei um, exactly.
4: Real quick, are you guys concerned at all with Trace Thompson? Give the hit, figure. Like, give the figure, baby face. Like I hit 086. Now, I know spring numbers don't matter, right? Usually, right. usually if a guy's like hot and he's like hits 400, it's like, ah, oh, spring training. But I, I saw this, they tweeted this back. And, when it's in spring training and it's that bad, then it's kind of concerning, no?
2: I mean, well, the same could be said for Chris Taylor, right? And, but he was able to kind of right the ship. So, I mean, there's some guys that, that that are able to make that adjustment, and and I think Trace can. But the thing is, is the Dodgers aren't necessarily bound to that because they have other options too if it doesn't pan out. So, I mean, they have the depth there where they can kind of play with that for lack of a better term.
4: Well, that's why I'm thinking James Alman is going to get the majority of the time because if Trace is struggling – James is your, is your, you know, your logical guy in center. It looks like it's going to be those two guys, kind of, you know, going back and forth. But you know, if Trace continues on this run, you know, well, I
3: actually Look, wanted to ask my, you, Michael this one. Carrillo, bring in the heat. He, he's only telling the truth. We only tell throwing the truth BP. on this show, right, Michael? Michael says Syndergaard was throwing BP, and Trace is going to get DFA'd in two months. <laughs> Philip Lopez, known Raider fan, Trace is going to be gone and I don't know who Ottoman is, but hey, man, let's hope this Ottoman stays stays hot too, Philip, Spoken that's like up. a real Raider fan. You're embarrassing, bro. Handle your shit. Come on.
2: Bro, he doesn't even know who John Madden is. I mean, that's where we're at. <laughs> I, okay, let me ask you something. So a few years ago, like we talked about the log jam and all that shit during the offseason, right? Did you ever in a million years think that your outfield platoon with all the outfielders that have come through Los Angeles would be Mookie Betts, Chris Taylor, Trace Thompson, Jason Hayward, David Peralta and James Allen.
3: No. I, and not at, not at all, dude. And I like I feel bad because I feel like Peralta hasn't really get, gotten a lot. Well, I mean, Mookie said this before that he was like, "Hey, dude, like getting at bats in the WBC is better than getting at bats in spring training." So, a lot of these guys that got at bats in the WBC, I think they're going to be ready. I think the the issue is platooning, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is is not getting enough at bats. How are you ever going to get right if, if you don't get a lot of at bats? So that's it. This is why I'm saying I look. If the Dodgers get off to a slow start, and this is why I don't think they're going to win the division because they're going to be figuring this stuff out. It's going to be at least a month or two before they realize. All right, do we have a problem or do we have a solution here? And so you out.
2: think the Padres are 20 games better?
4: Yeah, I do. I do. And and you think the Padres are going to go smooth sailing all year, and they're not going to have any hiccups?
3: I think the pod the show pods will probably have some hiccups when it comes to pitching. But I think the fact that the schedule has changed this year, and they're not going to be beating up on the Rockies nineteen games out of the season, it kind of levels things out in the sense. So we're not going to have the Dodgers aren't going to be able to pad their schedule. Because they got the Rockies. There's a lot of people that like the Diamondbacks. I'm not going to sit here and tell you and blow smoke up your ass and say, hey, man, Di- I don't know anything about the Diamondbacks. I would love to have somebody who covers the Diamondbacks come on the show and explain to me why this young core of Diamondbacks, are people are impressed by and keep thinking that the Diamondbacks are going to have something to say and who wins this division. But the fact that they're playing everybody now. I don't think any of these teams are going to be able to pad. So I don't, I, I, that's the reason why I think they are 20 games because there's not going to be that many like wins in that situation.
2: Alicia, how many times did you consider throwing your hat just now during Juan's rant?
0: I, you know, I'm just zoning in on it's opening day tomorrow and I'm just going (laughs) to focus on that. I'm not going to drink Juan's Kool-Aid. It's going to be fine. Um, you know, injuries are going to happen and, and you keep Krishna's name out of your mouth one. I just, I just have faith. I feel like I just also hope that Friedman and the suits at the Dodgers actually learn something from such a horrible ending to last season. And maybe that's why they are doing everything. Doesn't it seem like they're doing everything differently this season? So I'm just going to, I'm going to be Pollyanna and just keep, you know, my rose colored glasses on
3: and it's going to be fine. No, I mean, look, I mean, Trey Turner, you guys saw what he did in the WBC. They're going (laughs) to, they're going to miss that guy. That, that, that dude had a hundred RBIs. And he'll probably watch. He'll probably end up winning the MVP for the Phillies. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. That kind of
3: production. (laughs) That production (laughs) is going to be missed. Uh Uh-oh. She's breaking out in hives. She's, She's freaking out. I you mean, here, here,
0: here I wanted to keep Trey Turner.
3: You no, I, I I know you did. I know you did.
2: I was, I was
0: and, Twitter to hashtag started like pay Trey, like come on. Like,
2: no, I'm I, I, I am of the same party that they should have paid Trey. But, but the thing of it all is, is the, I mean, obviously it didn't work out. I, I'm going to guess because of the money, is my guess. I mean, that's a lot of money to dish out to a guy you're 30, right? So, yeah. so I mean, it, it, it sucks. Also sucks though because I mean they lost Gavin Lux right they lost who the guy was going to be, and I mean it looked promising. I mean he looked jacked and everything. But Miguel Rojas isn't a, isn't a bad isn't a bad stopgap either. I mean offensively that's where there's going to be concern. I I I completely agree with you Juan, that there will be concerns there. But I mean he has a glove, and yes, in, in this era when they're switching, going eliminating the shift more or less, that's a great asset to have there. And I mean if they can def- if if the defense is going to play. As expected, then then I'm not worried, but I am worried offensively. I will agree with you on that, Juan. Uh, pitching wise, I'm not even necessarily worried either because these guys are building up. If they, okay, if you had a hodgepodge rotation, okay, I'd be sketched out. But but I think this rotation, once I mean, because I trust Mark Pryor. Mark Pryor has done some shit, and I trust it, and that's why. And I understand why Noah said that about his velo. Because if you have a Mark Pry, if you have a pitching wizard, then you don't need to worry about that. Because you just got to trust your stuff. So that's why I'm not worried about that. Uh, but again, the thing that I'm worried about is just the offense getting off to a slow start because there's going to there's gonna be some growing pains. And I mean Miguel Vargas, not to shit on the guy, he's a friend the Canasada. Uh, I mean he went eight for forty-seven with one homer when he was up in the show the first time around. Right? Granted, it's going to be different this go around, um, but he's also going to be basically playing every day so it's going to give him more reps to to kind of get adjusted so that's why the the hot take i was or my prediction i was going to have is that freddie freeman was going to win the nl mvp but if i'm being completely honest that's that's kind of year in year out for him right so that's not really a prediction because that guy that's what you expect from it mm. the mookie criticism i think is fair i think it's it's warranted Because that, where has Mookie been? And I'm not even talking trash. It's just for the contract. I mean, has it paid off? Yeah, you got a championship. But I think that criticism is warranted. But I do agree that those at-bats in the WBC were significantly more important than spring training at-bats. So that's why, again, my only worry is just the offense being slow. And if that's the only problem that the Dodgers have for even the first 20 games, hey, I'm cool with it because that means the rest is firing on all cylinders.
3: I want to address the comments in here because a lot of people have already brought this up. The They're Ohtani. pissed at you, bro.
2: They're so the, pissed at you. The
3: the Otani trade uh, comments is what I address. Alonso has spoken very eloquently on this, so I'm going to let him answer this. But look, there is no one who would rather see Otani on the Dodgers than me. Give him whatever they want for Otani. I want that unicorn, but. If the Angels are going to be competitive in that division, and you guys have to keep in mind there are three wild cards, yeah, and so I expect them to compete for at least one of those wild cards. I don't think they're going to trade him, and there is no way that Artie Moreno is going to trade, even if it's the best thing that could happen to the Angels, there is no way that Artie Moreno is going to trade Otani to the Dodgers. It's just not going to happen. Alonzo, explain it why Otani's not going to. Uh, end up with the Dodgers.
2: Well, for starters, it's money. I mean, that that's the biggest fact. Uh, okay, if the Dodgers didn't pay Trey Turner, what makes you think that they're going to pay Shohei Ohtani? That, that that's just you, you guys
4: keep harping on the trade. Trey did not want to play in L.A. He got offered three hundred and fifty million yeah. to go play in San Diego, and he didn't take it. He wanted to go to the East, so it didn't matter if what the Dodgers did to him. He did not want to play
2: in L.A. And Again, that that's completely That's why you have free agency. You've earned that right. You you've earned that right, and that's what it is. I don't think Otani is going to come here for, for a litany of reasons. The main one is money. I don't think the Dodgers are going to pay him what what, his, what he is worth. Um, and that's not a knock on the Dodgers because you still have to build a team around the guy. But two, the the two-way player thing, We Eric Karros has talked about it, right? There's some teams that, that would em- embrace the unicorn thing. I do think the Dodgers would embrace it, but I don't think I, I it just doesn't make a lot of sense with what they're building right and the project is what's really important to guys of the Japanese elk and so for him if you get traded at midseason that's that's derogatory in the Japanese culture yeah. like they look yeah. at it as oh you're not a good player that's why Otani's never going to be traded in in season so I'm sorry Michael I'm sorry I think Phillip said it too like th- that's just that's not a thing. Number, and, and Juan eloquently put it: Artie Moreno is not going to trade Shohei Otani to the Los Angeles Dodgers. There but, is zero. But chance.
0: Shouldn't, he, shouldn't he trade Otani in, in terms of his value? Because
2: you're trying could, to,
0: he so- should, but he, he's not going to. But I 100%. mean, if you're Artie Moreno, wouldn't you? Because he's Otani and what you could get for him
3: no, 100%. No, if, if your team is not competing. Yes. you absolutely need to trade Otani because Otani is the haul you're going to get from Otani will gonna rebuild your minor league system.
4: I mean, do you even think you could get anything worth Otani's value? Well, and that's no, but you're right.
3: gonna—it's gonna make your future better yeah. than letting this dude walk over to Seattle.
2: And and here's the damned where you do damned if you don't if you're Audi Moreno, right? If, if all indications are that he's not going to be extended in Anaheim, right? You have Mickey Mantle era Mike Trout. You have Shohei Otani, and and you haven't won anything. So you have to save face where you can as the owner of that franchise. The thing is, is if you trade Otani, then you're waving the white flag. I mean, that's just it right there. You're, you're done with it. You can't do that. Now, you have to let him walk for nothing, which sucks, but it is what it is. But the same who is going to trade i don't i don't even know what that trade would look like if i'm completely honest with you like i mean the dodgers would have to trade shit like i could uh, gavin lux would obviously yeah. be a part have of that to trade the
4: okc dodgers pretty much yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 michael
2: grove isn't a dodger anymore gavin stone isn't a dodger anymore i mean that's right out the gate yeah. those guys are gone and so to so, I me mean, and, and that's just for the from the dodgers perspective right as as what that looks but the biggest thing is is, is he's – I don't even think he's going to come here as a free agent because projects is how the Japanese look at, at their culture as far as teams. I, I've said it before. I think he's either going to be like a mariner or I don't even think the Mets will be – I mean, they'll probably kick the tires and they'll be like, we'll give you a billion dollars, and will it be worth it? Yes, he would for sure be worth a billion dollars. But even then, I don't think he would want to be in that media market. I think he would want to go to a Seattle because, Seattle. I mean, you saw at the WBC, they had an Ichiro jersey going around. So, I mean, that's what that guy means. That That is the guy. So, so I, I understand why Dodger fans want it. I, I would love to see him as a Dodger. Realistically, I, I don't think it's just going to happen for a whole litany of factors, but the biggest one is going to be money. I, I, I just don't think that the Dodgers are going to put, I mean, I think Mookie's deal might be the biggest deal the Dodgers ever pony up. If they re-sign Urias, I think that'll be the second biggest deal that they ever pony up for someone. And Urias makes a lot of sense too because of the age. He's gonna get a Garrett Cole deal. I mean, he's gonna get that level of a deal. And whether it's with the Dodgers or the Padres or the Mets, that's where it's gonna be. But I mean, it, it, it's dude that that would be such a complicated trade anyway to make that happen. That I mean, that's literally like trading peak LeBron James when he was the like. I mean, he's still good now, but when he was peak LeBron James, when he's playing on those teams, trying to like, what does that hall look like? And he already was playing with with guys, right? Chris Bosh and D Wade and all these cats. I mean, what would that even look like? And and that's again, there's and it would just. I I also get your point though, Alicia. Artie should trade him just to revamp that whole system. But he's not gonna because then he's the bad guy in that. Because then it's like, bro, you had Otani and Trout and didn't do anything. Yeah.
0: But it, I mean, I see it as business.
2: No, and I see it, it that like same way too.
0: And it's like, you haven't done, he wasn't doing anything before Otani got there. So it's not <laughs> like it's out of character for him.
2: <laughs> no, 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 you're not wrong. You're not off base and you're not wrong. But I mean, from an ownership standpoint, the, given the, the, the controversies, I guess, for lack of a better term, they've had over the last few years. It's either you save face or you just kind of throw it all away and you start over, right? And and I think in this case, they have to save face. I mean, because he's not going to sell the team that that's been known. So you have to save face. That's why. And again, bro, Shohei is a unicorn. There's just there. We are probably not going to see a guy like him again. So obviously, enjoy it while we can. But it, it's. He is such an outlier that I mean, look at the deal he got for arbitration—sixty-five million dollars. What? And that's and that's even before free agency. So I can't even imagine what that's going to look like.
4: And I think he, I think he has to get traded. That's the only way. Artie can't let this guy walk at the end of the year. He has to get something back. And the Angels are not—I'm sorry—they're not. They may be better. They're not going to compete though. They got the Astros. They got the Mariners, who are better. The Rangers are trying to get better. So even if anything, they're third in that division. Then you still got, you got, you got your teams in the East, right? You got the, you got your Yankees, your Blue Jays, right? Maybe the Red Sox, right? And then you got your, your guardians and the White Sox. So I don't think there's a spot for the angels. So they're going to be out of it.
2: Okay. So Alicia said, this is it's business. Look at it like business. Would you trade your entire farm or would you let them go to market and make a bid then while retaining your farm? Well,
0: Well, I, not every team has the love, has that kind of farm system, believes in the farm system. So yeah. he could go to one of those teams that maybe it's just think those owners are like, we need a star. We need people in the seats. We need, now will Otani go to a place that, oh no, we're talking trade, right? Okay. Yeah, so
2: yeah.
0: yes, so yes, there are teams out there. There's got to be teams that just want the unicorn. They're not doing it to build, mm-hmm. a, a, you know, they would do it just to put seats in their stadium to have the unicorn. There's a difference between what the Dodgers do, which is they're they're already thinking years. They're they're thinking of 2026, 2027,
2: 2028. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Um, yes. So Artie Moreno could get a lot for Otani. I don't think
2: Michael Carrillo, I don't think he's going to be a Padre. I I I don't think that because I mean I mean they'd have to fucking trade everyone on the big league roster. They they don't have the farm. To get.
0: Thank you, Daniel. I, mean,
4: I think I think they need to trade him, but getting the trade done, I don't know if it'll happen because of what you're saying. Like it's business, yes, but are you going to trade half your farm system for a rental that might not even sign back with your team in the off season, and then you've lost half your farm system for for two months? You know?
2: Yeah. I mean, if, if you really think about it, just looking at it from a Dodger perspective, you would have to trade Diego Garcia, Bobby Miller. Miguel Vargas, Michael Bush, Gavin Stone, Michael Grove, probably. And, and you would get him and like Renfico. Like to make it, like, to make it make sense. That that's not, in my in my humble opinion, I mean, obviously I'm not Andrew Friedman. That doesn't make a lot of sense unless I know that Shohei is going to resign. And what does that look like? I I forgot who it was. Someone said give Shohei a billion dollars. <laughs> give it to he's worth it because you're gonna make so much money off of just off-the-field stuff. And, and just period end of story, merch, all that stuff. So it would be worth it. But the framework of that deal would be one of the most complicated ever. Like, I mean, the Mets would have probably have to like, even include like the Bobby Bonilla deal, like just to make that even make sense because it would, and and again, there isn't a lot of teams that have the farm to do that. Cause even like the Marlins, for instance, the Marlins make a lot of sense because they have the pieces, but do the Marlins really want to give that up for, like you said, Roger, two months of a guy playing and again I'm not saying the Marlins are going to do this or going to it or even be competitive per se but it doesn't make a lot of sense. So that's why to me it's most of these teams are going to be willing to wait till he goes to market because then you're really going to know what that market is like without having to give up your farm. But again, I want Shohei to be a Dodger. I would love for Shohei to be a Dodger.
0: It makes to me I he's such a star and this is LA and we're Hollywood and he should be here and, and we are global and we have the the fans. I mean, yes, I know about Seattle and it, a lot of people keep saying Mariners, 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 but he would be so beloved here as well. So
2: no, well, and the only reason I say the Mariners, cause again, they, they look at it as projects and that project says, makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah.
0: Everybody says the Mariners. Okay, you guys, I gotta go. I gotta Fair. drive to Manhattan Beach. Ooh, so
2: yeah. okay, so and before we all go, we'll we'll say it real quick. Uh, who's winning the World Series?
3: Go ahead, Alicia, since you gotta go.
0: Yeah. The Dodgers. Duh. Who,
3: who are they who are they beating?
0: Who do I want them to beat? <laughs> <No,
3: laughs> who, who do you think they're gonna beat, and who do you want them to beat? Uh
0: uh, I just want them I just want them to beat the Astros At anything and everything All the time
2: With all of your being with So you think
0: it's
3: it's Dodgers Astros
0: I don't know if I think that That's what I want Okay, but I'll go with that Just to, to save time <laughs> Fair
3: Alright so we'll, we'll let you bounce Ladies you, and gentlemen
0: Are you guys sleeping on the Red Sox You don't think they're, they're going to be good at all
2: no. I think they'll be good. I just don't think they'll be better than the Astros.
0: They won't contend.
2: Okay. They, they won't. They won't. No, no, they'll, they'll be, contend. No, I just don't they, think they'll be better. They're going
4: to the be the third best team in their division.
2: That's a tough division. It is. Uh, that's, that, that's a
0: tough, tough division. Team. But I mean, it's also who gets hot, right? We were that,
2: the best. Yeah. We. I mean, that's.
0: The Rodgers owned MLB, not just the National League. They owned MLB, and we went out in the first round. So. Now I'm Debbie Downer. Okay. Um, It was great to hang out with you guys. Thank you, Michael. Too cool Raul for joining us. Simeon, thank you. Um, There was someone else, Philip, the homie. Um, But uh, please join us again. Tell your friends, subscribe, um, all that good stuff. And I will see you guys soon. Oh, and say hi if you see us at uh, Dodger Stadium tomorrow, our Cathedral mm. of Baseball. One more sleep, guys. One more sleep.
2: I won't be there, but say hi to them. Uh, <laughs> I'll be Roger, there. I already know the answer to your question, uh, to the question. I, I, I assume I know the answer to the question. Go ahead. What with your prediction? Dodgers. Okay. Who are they beating?
4: I don't know. I still want that Dodgers-Yankees, but it'd probably be like Astros or somebody.
2: Juanito?
3: Uh, in the National League, I think it's going to be the same six teams that we saw last year. Uh, I think uh, the Cardinals are going to um, uh, to win that division, the Central. Um, I think the Bravos are going to win the, the East, and um, the Mets and the Phillies will be the other wild cards with the Dodgers. Uh, in the American <coughs> League, I have the Yankees, the Guardians, and the Astros winning their divisions and then the wild card teams i i have i have the blue jays god i don't know who the other two american league teams are going to be but bottom line in the world series i have a rematch of bravos versus astros with the uh, bravos what? winning their second son of a bitch series my...
2: so i was going to go that same way too, bravos astros so i'm going to i'm going to be a contrarian i'm going to go uh oh, man do you want me to give
3: you a, di- a different pick so you can go with the Bravos Astros?
2: Mm, no, that that's not. That's because, that, again, it's the gambling thing. I, I should have played <laughs> the odds and I hedged my bets wrong. So I'm going to go Bravos Yankees. And I think Bravos win. I think, okay. I honestly think this is going to piss Roger off, but I don't care. Uh, the Braves are going to be the best team in baseball. And I don't even think it's going to be close.
3: Uh, I can't argue that, dude. The, the bravos are just uh they're, they're look stacked. it's a former Dodger yeah. that's running that team yeah I mean he took the template and he's executing it so I I, I mean the bravos are just a tough team man
2: well and the reason I'm going uh, Yankees I'm sorry bravos over kind of everyone is I mean because we I mean the, the NL, I, I mean there's the Braves obviously and by the way I don't think anyone's going to win more than a than 90 games this year I'm going to go that, that, uh, that, that strout. The Cardinals are going to be good. Uh, the, the, uh, I think the Brewers are going to be tough. I think the Cubs make a a leap. I don't think they're going to even, I don't think they'll be above 500, but I think they'll be better than they've been. Um, and I think
3: you're, you're I, predicting Cody Bellinger to be comeback player of the year so everyone in LA <laughs> can lose their mind
2: and then, and then just throw their hats like they're Alicia Del Valle.
3: Exactly. Pull the Alicia Del Valle. Yeah.
2: I, I will say this. I think that the NL West, again, I think the Dodgers and Padres are going to be right there. I, I mean, it's going to be a, I don't, again, I don't think the Padres are 20 games better. I, I think anyone that thinks that is probably a Padres fan. Shout out to Nick Kreider. How you living, homie? Um, but I think the Diamondbacks are going to surprise some people. I don't think they're going to be better than the Giants. But the Diamondbacks, if 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 you follow baseball and you're a baseball nerd like my dumbass is, um, the Diamondbacks have been building a nice little quiet, a quiet contending. I don't want to even say contending, but but it, it's, it's 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 they're doing something. And even and I honestly started questioning a lot of what they were doing after they made those trades, like when they traded away Dansby Swanson. I was like, what What are you doing? But now, kind of seeing what they're building, I think I think they're more going for culture and then kind of starting from there. Um, the Rockies are just going to be where they they kind of always are. I'm sorry, Kill Pat, Brian Kilpatrick, shout out to you, my friend. Um, and I think the Giants are just going to be just kind of, they'll be steady. You know, I don't think they're going to be anything groundbreaking. And it, again, it'll be the Dodgers and the Padres fighting it out. I, I don't think that the Dodgers, if I'm being completely honest, and again, they can catch lightning in a bottle, and, and that's just how it goes. I just can't really see anyone, the Dodgers included, going out there and kind of going toe-to-toe with the bravos they're, they're just they're so good they're so good and and again they're going to be a fun team to watch all year and, and I'm, I'm here for it but just because juan fucked up my setup i'm, I'm going bravos yankees
3: my apologies
2: it's okay i hey we're on the same wavelength i mean i do think the astros are the best team in the al and i don't and if i'm completely honest it's it's them and then there's a drop-off And then it's like the Yankees and the Blue Jays, you know, kind of your usual suspects. The Rays are even up in there. Um, But, but uh, they're there. I mean, I know this is a Dodger centric podcast, and I'm pretty sure it's blasphemy what I'm about to say. The Astros are good, man. And I believe in Dusty. I mean, he proved it, and they have all the pieces there. So, so it is what it is. I'm sorry, Roger. I mean, that's the truth, man.
4: Sorry, I had you on
2: mute. I wasn't, I didn't hear anything like that. (laughs) In true Dodger Homer fashion, putting us on mute. We, we uh, didn't
3: get a chance to get into this, Raul, but I'm sure we're going to have a whole season to be able to talk about, and that is the pitch timer. Yes. Uh, so uh, we'll, I we'll am actually into really that.
2: curious to see how it's how it all goes tomorrow. Uh, that's that the re- if I'm completely honest, the reason I didn't want to touch it yet. Let's have an actual major league baseball game, and then let's see how it goes. I'm fully expecting someone to get rung up by accident because they didn't get into the batter's box. And then there'd be a walk off again because some guy wasn't paying attention to what was going on.
3: It's there there you have it. It's gonna give us more content. Uh
2: for all you that joined us, thank you. Uh Michael Carrillo, Philip Lopez, bro. You don't know who John Madden is. Um uh Simeon, as always, thank you for joining us. Um, I don't have my glasses on, so if I say anyone's name wrong, I apologize. Daniel uh Daniel Ibarra. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for joining us and chiming in. James Outman, thank you to James Outman uh, for, for pulling up. Uh, I'm so happy for that dude. I cannot uh, begin to tell you how happy I am for him and for Miguel Vargas. Those two guys are, are going to be special baseball players in my mind, and, uh, and I can't wait to see him. So tomorrow, opening day, check it out. It's going to be on the TV. Uh, this is the Bleed Los Podcast. It was presented by our partners at Bet Online. Uh, if you're not follow follow all of us, you, if you're watching, you can see the social thing. Um, social media is not real, but whatever, you can still follow us and see Juan's uh, uh, New York tithings. Uh, but check it out, and we will catch you down the road. Uh, we're gonna sign off because Rogers pissed. Our boss is mad at us, so we'll we'll catch you down the road. Uh, thanks again. Presented by Bet Online. Opening day. Mañana.